Are you ready to unapologetically unleash your bold and define your life, money, and business? Define You Radio Class is in session with host the Southern Belle of Bold, Valencia Griffin Wallace, brings you the stories behind the glory. Hear from women and men who decided that life didn't define them. They were going to define themselves. Pen and papers ready. Class is now in session. Good evening, good evening, and welcome to Define You Radio, where we help you define your life, relationships, money, and business. I am your host, Valencia Griffin-Wallace. Today, we are joined by a special guest co-host, who I will introduce shortly. Make sure you go to ValenciaGWallace.com for show updates and more. It's going to be an exciting year for the show. And just in general, it's, you know, the year to unleash. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, especially if this is your first time. Um, This is our kickoff episode of 2017. With it being the kickoff episode, we are discussing unleashing in your life, unleashing the good, the bad, or the ugly. Whatever needs to be unleashed in order for you to move on to the next level. So today, we're going to have a few past guests, or like I call them, Define You Radio family. They'll be calling in with their unleashing tips for you to take and to apply to the new year and beyond. Why? Because queens and kings, let me not leave the fellas out, Kings and queens move differently, and insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. We aren't going to do that in 2017, so kind of let you guys know (laughs) we're not going to do that this year. So with that being said, uh, let me go ahead and bring on our special co-host, Miss Lorraine Bradley. Lorraine, are you there? Yes, I'm sure. Yay, awesome, awesome. So I know you, you know, I've been knowing you for a while. We've, you know, done a lot of things together, quite a few things, especially this year. So um, why don't you go ahead and just give a brief introduction. Uh, Tell us about who you are and what you do. Well, good evening, everyone. My name is Lorraine Bradley. I'm 47 years old. I'm excited about life, and I explode my passion through cooking. I love marrying the flavors and giving people the taste, and I enjoy traveling, and that's just who I am. I have a full-time job, but I know what my passion is and what my purpose is and what am I to do with it is to feed the souls of others with the Southern taste. I was wondering if you were going to throw that in there <laughs> about about <laughs> yes. your your special um southern hospitality, your special southern flavors. Um goodness, you you everything is just about 
the South. And in in case this is you guys' first time, I am live from Louisiana. I am uh, very much into using my seasonings, and I like my food to have seasoning to it. So, Lorraine, you catered Define You Live this year. Yes. So, and the menu was spectacular. Let's see, um, you did some etouffee and you did fish, you did gum, gumbo. Wait, did you do etouffee? It I can't remember. Etouffee. Yes, I did. Over fried fish and rice. It's just a, it's a flavoring of seasoning from the South that blends together. It's fulfilling, and everyone enjoys it. And I know all the guests. Um, enjoy. We did have some speakers that were here from out of state and they were excited to taste some southern cooking and you definitely over over delivered. So thank you for that. So let's talk about something else that you are passionate about that some people may not know um, unless they're friends with you on social media, but you also make some of your own outfits. Yes, I do. Um, I hadn't sewed in a long time since I was in high school. I took home economics. But what gave me the idea to go ahead and do something for myself was every time you go to an event, you want to have something different. You want you don't want to look like somebody else. So one of my friends' was get, son was getting married. I couldn't find a dress in the color. And then when I finally found one, it was like 200 and some dollars. Mm. So... I took it upon myself, bought me three yards of material in the color that I needed, came home, cut the dress off another dress, redesigned some things on it. It took me two hours. I wore it that evening, and I started back sewing ever since then. And it's just been amazing. I have some new ideas coming in for 2017. So we're going to sit back and we're going to check that out. And in the process of it, the new name is coming about, and it's going to evolve and it's going to be married with my food because as I cater, which is my deepest passion and I love it, I'm going to marry my two businesses together. And mm. it's going to be a great explosion. I I love that. I love that. Um, so what are some of the lessons? And really quick, guys, if you are one of the uh, Define You queens, Please press one on your phone so you could tell us what you're unleashing or give the audience a tip on how to unleash in 2017. So um, I'm going to go ahead and take a call real quick, and then we'll get into more with our special guest co-host, Lorraine Bradley. So with that being said, um, 312, area code 312, go ahead. Oh, hi, Valencia. This is Renee. Hey, Renee. How are you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. So what have you been up to since uh, you were on the show last year? I have been up to focusing on 2017. That has been the big thing that I've been ready to do and getting really excited about. And now that it's here, I am, am moving forward. Yay. So, and and I know it seemed like 2017 actually started 
mid-December for me. That's what I feel like it 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 started. Like even though today is what the third, it seems like 2017 started right after Define You Live. So, mm-hmm. um, and I look forward to having you on the show this year, which is going to be exciting. So, Renee, what tip would you like to give the audience that? ready, you know, to unleash in 2017, what, what tip you could give them to get, get them, get it started? I would say the biggest thing for the, the, the biggest thing that I've been telling people is to respect the value of your time and be intentional on how you use it in 2017, because time is the one thing that you can never, ever, ever get back. I love that. I'm learning um, that right there, dealing with time. Mm-hmm. I think especially when you try to do so much that you end up losing time or wasting time or whatever have you, and I'm definitely learning to get better with my time because I can't create more than 60 minutes in an hour, so I need to learn at least how to use 50 of those minutes <laughs> to the best of my ability. So, um, well, thank Absolutely. you so much. Um, thank you so much for that tip and make sure if you get a chance, guys, we, if you're on Facebook, go to the define you radio main page. We're going to post Renee's tip there and how you guys can connect with her and see what she's all about. She will be joining us this year in 2017. So, Renee, thank you again, and talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thank you for having me to join in really quickly. I appreciate that. Yay. Talk to you soon, hon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Lorraine. Yes, ma'am. Okay, back to you. Um, so that was that was Renee's tip about time. Do you find with two passions um, that time is something that, that you are having to learn how to balance or, or work with or whatever have you? Do you think time is a factor? Yes, time is one of the most important factors. Really, in my, in my group, I have three factors that I focus on all the time, and I just said one of them. Communicate, focus, and time. Because I have to communicate with my vendors. I have to focus on what I'm going to do, and then I have to make the time to divide both of my businesses. And then at the end, I still have to make take that time and combine them together as one. Mm. So with good, that being said, yes. if you communicate and focus and keep your time set, because like you said, every second you waste, it's a thought you done lost and you can't get it back. Definitely, definitely. And time is one of the things you can't get back. So I want to ask you, what are some of the lessons, good, bad, and ugly, <laughs> you've learned in 2016? Well, with the, I'm going to start with the ugly. Believing in people that sit at the same table with you, and you think they have your back, and at the end, wow. they don't. You know, the bottom all falls out. 
because it's somebody you can't, you know, pick up the phone and talk to because they see your growth and they don't want you to have that growth because they're not moving as you move. <laughs> so when I call that sandbaggers, and sandbags are to stop water. I was a little creek flowing into a river. Now I'm going into the ocean. So if you're not ready to sail into the ocean with me, I consider it a sandbag, and that's time wasted on my part. So I won't allow anybody to do that to me. I would put that in the ugly category. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. learned um similar lessons in 2016 we definitely have to choose the people that we allow in in our life both personally and professionally so what what would you consider to be like a good lesson a good lesson is that being around people like you which I call UV power because (laughs) you give me strength. I feed off the knowledge that you give me. And when people compliment you and so far to me in my catering, when I see the smile Mm -hmm. on the people's face of them eating what I've prepared and then a dress that I put on and the comments that I get, that just gives me an explosion inside and it just releases in the atmosphere to say, hey, I've pleased somebody with who I am. Mhm. Good lessons. That's a good lessons. Definitely connecting with the right people, um, and knowing you need more of that. That's always a a very good lesson. So, what are your strengths? My strengths. I think sometimes it's <laughs> I can be overpowering <laughs> because I have a Type A personality and. I don't like to sugarcoat. I just like Mm -hmm. to be real with you because growing up, my parents were just real with us. And if I sugarcoat it, then you may take it in your own path. But if I give it to you directly, you'll know this is what it is. Just what Mm -hmm. you see is what you get. I definitely – I'm working on – things that I consider to be my strengths and some of them, you know, are good. Some of them are because <laughs> we don't want to necessarily look at our, our strengths as a uh, not being good, but sometimes our strengths are so strong. They overpower other things. So sometimes the strength yeah. guys can be, you know, good, or bad, you know, it depends on how you work it, you learn to live with it, and so on. And um, if you're one of my queens that's on the line, please, please pr- press one. I'm sorry, I'm all tongue tied today. Press one so you could get on the line with me and Miss Lorraine Bradley um, for our first episode of Define You Radio for 2017. So, have you have you set up? Goals. I'm sure you have, but why don't you tell us some of your goals for 2017? Yes, well, my my main goal for 2017 is that I have been in contact with different people in different countries because I plan on taking the southern tastes and flavors to other countries. Mm. That's the main goal that I've been striving for, 
and I've been connecting with different people in different countries to make this happen. You know, and That's along with awesome. that, you know, you know, climbing the steps is not as easy as people think. So that's where I have to stay focused at. I can't lose my way on that. And I and I definitely think that. Uh, well, I know that Southern, the the South, Louisiana, whatever you want to uh, call it, flavors deserve to be tasted around the world. I know I need to send um, some southern stuff to my in-laws in Oklahoma because they are very uh, salt and pepper and I'm like I'm gonna have to send you guys some some stuff you know but we're gonna go ahead we have another uh, caller with a comment or a question so one moment please go ahead 317 Good evening, Valencia. This is Lexi. Hey, Lexi. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, It's funny uh, because I was saying, you know, basically after Define You Live, and you know today's show is being co-hosted with Lorraine, who provided us with the Southern flavors at Define You Live. But I was saying it felt like 2017 right after Define You Live. Yes. Yes. Okay, absolutely. so it wasn't just <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean you can't attend something like that and, you know, turn over a new leaf. Right. It's it's uh it's yeah, it felt like the new year kicked in right after I woke up. So you guys, Lexi uh is also one of Define You Radio's uh alumni, alum family from 2016 and she's actually going to be on the show talking money with us next Tuesday which is you know always she makes it interesting and fun guys so I just want to kind of throw that out there since they get to hear your voice at this moment so Lexi yes what uh what tip would you give for people to unleash in 2017 the tip that I would give for people to unleash in 2017 is to be true to yourself. Be true to yourself. Be authentically you um, in 2017 and beyond. Um, it's interesting because earlier this evening I got a, a, a call from someone that I was coaching, um, newly coaching, and um, she was saying that she um, had was frustrated all throughout you know, 2016, because, you know, other people were telling her that um, she needs to be this, she needs to be that, she needs to, you know, be this professional and be this and that, anything but herself. And she said Mm. she was so through with that because it just exhausted her, it frustrated her, and, and and, um, you know, I said, well, good for you, because anytime we're trying to be someone other than who we are, it is totally exhausting and frustrating, And Mm -hmm. we cannot um, achieve the success that we want to achieve, the success that God has for us when we're steady trying to be somebody else because he made it for who we are. So that is my tip. Be authentically you in 2017 and beyond. Mm. I love that. I love that. Um, Because Define You is all about 
defining you, not somebody else. And we do get caught up with what other people say and what we see and so on and so forth and think we should go left, right, and all the other ways that's not true to who we are. So that's definitely a great tip to Unleash in 2017. And as soon as you get a chance, if you could post it on the Define You Radio Facebook page, that would be awesome. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> well, uh, happy 2017, Lexi. Thank you so much for calling in. And I look forward to next week when we could go more in depth with you and your mission and money. Absolutely. Happy New Year to you both. And everyone. Thank you so much. Bye. So, Lorraine, when um do you find that that is something people get caught up in a lot where people are telling them you should do this like that person or that like this person? Yes, I find that a lot when I go to do weddings. Mm-hmm. And I meet with the bride and I'm asking her, okay, what would you like? What do you like? This is your day, you know. And say, oh, well, my mom said, you know, and I always say, stop, think about it. I say, look in the mirror. Who are you looking at? You're looking at you. This is your day. Mm-hmm. Pick what you want. You know, because a lot of people like to live their special moments through somebody else because they didn't get that mm. moment. True. So, True. like Lexi just said, be you. Do what you want. Because Definitely. that's what I always try to do when I prepare food and I'm meeting with the person. I like to meet with that person because I like to bring out their tone in my foods and my designs, my creations that I lay out for them. I want them to see something of them in it because it's about them. Mm-hmm. And then what we have to realize is people, I guess this is part of my unleashing tip for 2017 is that um, we're made to be different. And I, I love all the differences uh, about me. Like you were saying earlier about your, your clothes and what you wear. I don't ever want to step in a room and I have on something that, and someone else has the same thing. I don't even like when people tell me, Oh, I have that at home. I will never wear it again <laughs> just because, you know, I like to have my own. Even though, you know, uh, unless you have something custom made, you know it's something else out there like that. But if I right. can avoid it, I will at all costs. So let's talk a little bit more about defining moments, right? So let's talk about, because you know that's, the show is Define You Radio. So let's talk about what defining moments help inspire you to make your next move. Like what moment you said, this is when the switch clicked off in 2016, so I know 2017 I'm going to do this. Well, it came about to when one day I was at work in my office and my supervisor, my last supervisor was like, was making some statements that I didn't agree with. Mm. And I would tell anybody any day, 
we all can sit at the round table, but we can agree to disagree. But before we leave the table, that best come to a common medium to where we both are pleased with it and the customer is satisfied. And at that day, in that moment, when I hung up the phone, I said, you know, it's time for me to do my own thing. And, well, I make the rules. Mm-hmm. And because at the same sense, we all can say things, but we can do it differently and get the same results. Yeah. There's more than one way to to bake a cake. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Just You're throw right. that out there. Some people like to make it from scratch. I'm not those people. If it's in a box, I could handle it. You know, I could throw, I could whip up something in a box real quick. Now, I can make things from scratch, and that might be good for, you know, other people. But for me, if it's in a box, I like to make it easy. That doesn't make me wrong or right. That's just my way. That's just your way, you but know? you're getting the same results. You're getting a finished product. Mm-hmm. I love that. So how do you stay motivated? You know, and I'm going to be honest with you, I pray all the time, and I just have the passion. I mean, it's just so deeply embedded in me to cook something. I could be angry, and I'll get up and I'll go cook, and it just gives me a sense of calmness and peace. Hmm. So with that being knowing that this is what I want to do, I want to get to the next level. I just keep saying the next level, the next level, the next level, because the number seven is of completion. The number eight is a new beginning. The number nine, we just fill in trying to get it all together. But now I'm at a 10 stance. And when I say 10 stance, I count the, I add the two plus the zero plus the one plus the seven, and I get 10. So now that I've stepped on that level, I'm on the platform for a 10. I don't want to go back down. So that pushes me to get to that next step. I just don't like not, defeat, so I strive so hard to get to the next level. Mm-hmm. And I know with with me, staying uh, motivated has to be part of my routine. Like I have to set out as part of my morning putting on my quote unquote arm armor armor I can't talk. Um you know, I pray, I meditate in the mornings, I have some other things I do in the mornings and I have to pour on motivation in, in the morning. Right. Because sometimes and what I find is especially if you're tired, guys, and this is another unleashing tip in twenty seventeen. Tired thoughts are normally wrong thoughts. Things you do when you're tired, whether you're mentally or physically tired, normally it's it's not right. Because that's when you when you're weak. That's you can't defend yourself to to those thoughts that may come at you wrong or certain attacks or certain things. If you're tired, your defenses are down. Definitely. So. yeah, I love that. I think everybody should start their morning with with prayer or meditation, quiet time, 
get to know you again. It's a new day. You're a new person. That's a good tip. Get to know yourself again in the in the every morning. In the morning. <laughs> yes. Yes. So how did you learn to cook? I learned to cook by watching my mom, my aunt, my grandmother. You know, I grew up on a farm, so, you know, it. I call it, it was a way of survival. And I just enjoyed doing it. And then throughout the years of school and whatever, then when I came to Baton Rouge, I started, I went and cooked in front of Club Rags on a small mm. barbecue pit. And it grew from there. And, I mean, it just got more exciting and exciting to me to where, okay, this could be something here. Because I actually paid my son way through college cooking outside the club. Mm. Humble beginnings. I think yes. people miss that a lot. They'll see, uh, you know, see you at events and, and catering certain things, but they don't know the behind the scenes, the the back end, the work you, you put in at first. To, to get where you are and where you're going. And you're right. Because I remember the days standing outside of rags on the barbecue pit cooking, and people would be like, you need to go get you a real job, you know, because I wouldn't let them go with the dollar or this or that, you know. And I would never say anything. I was like, okay, if you believe that, that's fine. And all along, hmm. I still had a full-time job and in the reserves the whole time, you know. I just was making sacrifices mm-hmm. to do so, you know. And it's nothing like being out there cooking from getting there at 5 in the evening, not leaving till 2 and 3 in the morning, then got to get up and be in formation at zero six thirty. And that's what I mean, time was, for us civilians. <laughs> oh, at 6.30 in the morning. Oh, okay. I get confused with... Um, with uh, military time like and you would think because my dad was in the military my son's in the military I have several friends that are currently or um have served so you would think I would know military time like regular time but that's that's a false statement I will say that (laughs) that's a false statement guys I have questions (laughs) yes (laughs) yes so how how did you do it? I mean, basically, because you would leave, you know, from cooking outside the club at what, like two o'clock. But one club and close at two, so I wouldn't get home right. till like three thirty, sometime a quarter to four. And I would get home, take a shower. It wasn't no need laying down going to sleep because that wasn't right. going to work because hmm. I was in formation. But it just was the mindset that I had to say, you know what, a better day is coming. Mhm. And eventually I won't have to work like this all the time. Wow. So, you know, you, once you plant that seed, you know, you got to keep fertilizing it. And I just consider myself as fertilizing that seed until now I'm reaping the harvest from what I had to go through to mm-hmm. where I'm at now. That's beautiful. Because a, a lot of people, um, they want to unleash and they want to you know get to the pretty part right we all want to see the see the flowers we all want the garden 
but are you willing to get your hands dirty? Are you willing to put in that sweat work? And you you did that, and I mean, you still con- continuously do it. You move more than anybody I know. You always here, there, and everywhere. And um, it's I'm seeing it pay off, and I know it's going to continue. You're going to continuously reap that harvest, you know. So I I, I love that about you, and that there should motivate um people that's listening and, you know, just knowing the work that, that Lorraine put in. So let me, who's your role model? Do you have a role model? To be honest with you, I really don't. I picked up bits and pieces from different people, like my mom, my aunt, you know, because my mom did hair, my aunt did hair, you know, they had their own little businesses and, you know, they didn't have to go through all the paperwork and processes that we did, but mm-hmm. in a sense, they had their own business because, you know, my mom did people hair at the house, you know. Right. And, you know, you just watch them through their struggles of bad times, and you find the, that peak point to where, okay, they still worked it out. And mm-hmm. I knew if I would keep taking those little pebbles that I would pick up from their struggles, their goods, their bads, I can build my platform. And now that I watched all of that, even with Norman, you know, I watched him the ups and downs of how people, okay, we'll support you this week, next week we won't. But he didn't give up. And he used to always say, when I was out there, rain, sleet, and snow, whether you got one customer or no customer, you keep coming and you'll see what happens. Mm. And now I see what happens. You know, I was able to stop from cooking out there, get into my own facility. You know, so Um, I just take those nuggets and just build from them. If you were to ask me, like, let's say this was reversed or I was doing an interview, and if someone would have asked me who is my role model, um, Let's say a year ago, hands down, I would have said Oprah wouldn't have had to breathe or blink before I said Oprah. Of course, Oprah is my role model. Mm -hmm. I love Oprah, what she's done, so on and so forth. But that has changed. I still love and, and, you know, respect her, not because of who she is, but what she built from being told no. And when Oprah unleashed in the world, mm-hmm. <laughs> she unleashed, right. you know, so I respect her unleashing, but as far as role model, I don't have one, you know, I'm, I find myself connected with more and more people that I respect and love and embrace something about to where I could say, okay, I respect you for this reason or for that reason. So if I say, if someone said, okay, Valencia, who's your role model? I would say anyone I'm connected with. Because if you don't inspire me, I'm not connected with you. So even you're one of my role models. See how that works? Wow. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Because a lot of people tend to think that famous people, millionaires, have to be their role models. Mm-hmm. I've always felt that role models start within the 
within the family, close-knit people that reared you, that had a part of you growing in life, that mm-hmm. planted in you that, you know, you kept it moving with. Agreed. Agreed. Your role model is normally, and of course we don't think of um, people like that. That we're con- that we're immediately connected to. We don't think about the people that we could call or inbox on social media or whatever. We don't automatically think of them as role models. But if you're connected with that person, it should be something that they are role modeling to you. You know, something I say is, you know, if your friend's not helping you grow, they're helping you die. So, okay, you fifty fifty thousand dollar question. <laughs> oh wow! If you received fifty thousand today from an anonymous investor, you didn't have to pay it back. They didn't want a piece of the pie. They didn't. I mean, no strings attached. What would you do with it? First and foremost, what I would do with it. Even though it's a donation, I would pay 10% of it. I would give it to God because it all belongs to him first. Mm. But secondly, what I would do is I would prepare an extravagant meal. I would rent tables and everything, and I would go underneath the bridge in Baton Rouge and feed the homeless, hungry people that sits out there to let them know. Maybe one day they have had an extravagant meal. Mm-hmm. But I would go down there and I would feed them and give them all new clothes to put on to let them know it's still a silver lining in that sky that you still can get better from underneath this bridge. And if you had some left? And if I had some left, I would seek to look like where could I go and provide a place to give them training for the ones that want to get from underneath that bridge. I would teach them the skills of to go and work in a restaurant, how to prepare foods to do something. I would give them some training to go and better themselves in the culinary world without having to pay it back, but just to be grateful to get to the next level. Well, congratulations for that. Because, you know, something that's sewn into you and you're sewing it back. And like I say, if you want to see a difference in your harvest, so different. And uh, if you guys have a question or comment, if you're one of my queens that's on the line, please press 1 on your phone so I'll know that you are here. And I will continue my next question. Lorraine, what is one unleash tip, so to speak, that you would give for 2017? Wow. The tip that I'd be was don't let your attitude stop you from getting to your highest altitude. Mm. And we're going to meditate on that. (laughs) Yes. Your attitude is everything, and a lot of people tend to take your confidence as attitude when Mm -hmm. it's not. Mm -hmm. 
Because when you're confident in yourself, people will always say, oh, you have an attitude, because I hear it all the time. At one point in my life, yes, I did have an attitude. But now I know how to distinguish the difference because mm-hmm. of my attitude now. My altitude is so much higher because I'm confident uh-huh. in what I'm doing and how I deliver it to people. Mm. So I want you guys to meditate on that. I have one of my queens on the line and area code 810. Who's on the line? Hey, it's me. It's me. This is Precious. How are you ladies doing tonight? Hey, Queen P. We're doing oh, great. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Who who was that speaking? I'm I'm sorry, I was late. I'm still on my way home. But I wanted uh, to hop Lorraine. on. Hi Lorraine. You Hi, are Sarah, so on doing? point. You are Thank so you. On point, so on point, so on point. I came in on the on the giving back and the definitely yeah, your attitude determines your altitude. So that was that is right on time. Thank you. I I'm working on that to be discussed at a later date. <laughs> mhm. So Queen P uh, and for you guys listening in, this is Precious Brown. She was also a Define You Live speaker, one of my good friends. She was on Define You Radio 2016, and, of course, she will get on in 2017. What is your Unleashed tip for 2017? My unle- Unleashed tip for 2017 is directly in line with Miss um, Lorraine, and I would say to challenge yourself above what you think you can do, not just thinking outside of the box, but really challenge yourself. I am on, you know, I'm on my health journey, and mm. I've been sharing that. And today I wanted to quit, but I know where I'm trying to get to, so I have to challenge me to keep going in spite of the aches and the pains and the bumps and the bruises. So I would say to just challenge yourself. So many times we give up so easily and and just say, okay, I'll get it next time, or that wasn't for me. But I dare you to challenge yourself to get to that next level and see how much more not only will you appreciate the outcome, but appreciate yourself for keeping, for for moving forward in that challenge. Mm. Yes, I love that. Make sure you post it on a Define You Radio Facebook page, please. Um, I I love that, and I'm definitely working on challenging myself, and I think that that's how you how you grow. You have to challenge yourself. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. It's not comfortable. And I'm, I know being on a, a health journey, I know you was at the gym today. I saw the pictures. Mm. Um, that's definitely not fun, but it's not supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. That's how you know you're putting in work. Absolutely. <laughs> My legs was jelly. 
I, but but I just keep thinking of I won't be on blood pressure medication. I mm. I have this weight off of me. I'll be able yeah. to um, look at pictures when I'm speaking and not be like, oh my goodness, you know. So it's several things, several reasons why I'm doing it. But I challenge myself just because I know after that first day, which was yesterday, today was on the second day. I'm gonna want to quit again tomorrow, but I'm gonna push through. <laughs> Yes, indeed. It's yeah. We're not even gonna talk about um. You're gonna want to quit every day, you know. You're gonna want to quit in in the moment. That's, but I think it helps you, or with with life and and business, because I think a lot of times people kind of get it twisted and think that just because you want to quit that that it's okay to quit. What do you mm-hmm. what do you think what do you think the key to not quitting is? The key to not quitting for me or for everyone should be first always keep your why in front of you. Why are you doing it? We make it easy for ourselves to quit cuz we just make abstract goals and thoughts uh-huh. and all of that. But if you keep your why in front of you, and be honest with yourself, then, you know, you will push through. If it's something that you really want, anything worth having is worth working for. Yes. Amen. Well, happy 2017, Queen T, and thank you uh, so much for calling in and sharing your Unleashed tips for our first episode of 2017. Yay. And yay. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll definitely be talking soon. Hopefully you stay on the line and listen to the rest of the show. But we'll be talking yes, soon. Yes, I am. Yay. Okay. I'll talk All right, to honey. you ladies later. Yes, okay. ma'am. So, Lorraine, have you, um, I've had gym experience and experiences. And to me, that's like, it was such a good point because, of course, dealing with the gym makes you want to give up. It makes you want to quit. It, it's just it's crazy dealing with the gym. What Do you have a gym experience? Do you have health goals for 2017? Yes. I really need to lose some weight, and I'm working on it. My thing is, I eat what I want to eat, but I eat in portions. And I've started back power walking because that works for me. Mm-hmm. And in the process of it, the advice that I can give to some people in reference to losing weight, dieting, all that, do what works for you. Because if you constantly try to do what somebody else is doing, that may not work for you. We come in all shapes and sizes, and our bodies are totally different. Agreed. Because you may run, I'm a walk. You go ahead (laughs) and I'm going to encourage you to keep running, but I'm going to walk. I've tried running. (laughs) You know, and I find power walking is more productive for me. 
And it's better for yeah. your knees, yeah. honestly. And I feel like, you know, hats off. And, and actually, that's one of my quote-unquote bucket list goals is to do some K, maybe a 5K, a 3K, some some K mm-hmm. I'm going to do this year. Um, so I put it out there. So that holds me accountable. And that would be my unleashed tip with, you know, your goals or whatever it is you want to do, put it out there so someone's holding you accountable. Yes. Because if you know I'm supposed to be doing a K sometime this year, you're going to ask me about it. And how is that going to look for me, you know, and I'm all about goals and everything else to say, oh, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that K. I'm going to do a whatever is below a K. (laughs) Right. So this time has went by so fast. We have like, I don't know, 10 minutes left on the show. So I want to ask you, you know, just a few more questions. Five years from now, what would you have achieved? Five years from now, I will have a five-star restaurant sitting in Louisiana. Especially in, in southern food? In southern or? style food. In southern cuisine, as they want to call it. You know, anything from mustard greens, collard greens, clean on up to the sautéed steaks, fishes, shrimps, the whole nine yards. I want a five-star restaurant, and it's going to happen. I love that. I love that. And I look forward to uh, definitely having my a meal there, a couple of them. I'll be a reg- regularly. I'll have a table at the restaurant. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's one of my goals, or that's my, um, my promise to you. When you open your restaurant, A, I want a table, and B, I will be there once a week at least. Then you'll be there speaking at the grand opening. Oh, y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? Definitely. Definitely. With with a custom-made design by Miss Lorraine Dress, hopefully. We're going to work on that one, too. (laughs) Yes. Yes, we're going to work on that. So as we wind down, I kind of want to touch back on something we talked about a minute ago about confidence. Um, And the, the quote you gave about, you know, confidence in, in your out your attitude and your altitude. One of the things, because um, you were saying that people say that to you a lot or have said that to you, how do you respond when, when people say that to you, when they say, Lorraine, seem like you have an attitude or you're, you know, cocky or you too confident or you think too much of yourself? What What is your response? My response would then be, okay, why shouldn't I be confident in myself? Mm. And do you really know the definition of attitude? I mean, Hmm. they tend to use, you tend to use that word too loosely for me. So it falls back, do you really know the definition of it? You know? And like I say, you say I have an attitude, but does my body actions show you that? Because when you have attitude, 
you moving your head, you shaking your head, you moving your hands. No, I'm speaking from within, but I'm just letting you know. Mm-hmm. It is a foundation. I stand on a foundation. And you are now, you're reserved now, right? Are you retired? Military? I'm retired. I'm retired. Okay. So even with that foundation from when you served, they teach you, and um, from my understanding, you know, it's certain things that they teach you in the military. I mean, you can't survive the military if you're not comfortable. Who's going to want to be your, um, I think you call it your battle buddy, because I know when my son came back, when he came back from his four months, um, he was like a not a whole new kid, but there was definitely some extra confidence that he got when he was gone. And I know they have to teach you that, or yes. they add to it, or however. And they do. I mean, it's a structure. And then, and for me, I mean, it comes from strong women and men in my family that reared me, you know, Mm -hmm. that being around them, seeing what they did and how they did it, you know, everything was done with definition. You just didn't do something to do it. You just didn't Mm. say something to say it. It was a meaning behind it and why, you know, because that's like back then when you caught a whipping, you just didn't catch a whipping. In the process of you getting that whipping, you were told why you was getting that whipping and for you not to do mm-hmm. it again. You know, so you knew the reasoning why. So, therefore, that's why I stand and speak like I do. I can look you directly in the eye. And a lot of people mm-hmm. have a problem with that because they say, oh, you cocky, you this, you that. You have an attitude. No, I'm just certain of what I'm saying to you, and I want you to understand me. Mm-hmm. So if I can look you in your eye and you can look me in my eye, we have an understanding. And what is understood doesn't need to be repeated. And may I add, I love how calmly you say you say no. I'm going to start using that because my, my no is more like no. So I'm going to start, you know, because it kind of softens the no, but it still makes yeah. it firm. So I'm going to just say no. Thank you for giving me that for 2017. <laughs> wow, we have like uh, five minutes left. So I want to make sure if, um, you know, that the listening audience knows how to connect with you um, just so they can be motivated by you and see what you do. If they need your southern, I can't even pronounce the word, cuisine. Cuisine. Me and that word's not friends, okay? It's a few words that I'm not friends with. That's one of them. Um, or if they, you know, want to see some of your fabulous designs, what is the best way that they could connect with you? They can connect with me via telephone, 225-235-1091, or you can connect with me on Facebook at Lorraine E. Bradley. Or you can also go to my website, which is www.diamondmarquee.com, 
And you also can reach me by email, which is diamond the number one marquee at yahoo.com. I'm available at all times. You can inbox me. I'm a night person, so I move through the night on social media and whatnot because mm-hmm. my time is set for other things throughout the day. But I'm willing to work with you, see what you want, give you what you ask for. We'll make it work. Is about marrying your business with your customer so your customer is pleased because at the end of the day, my customers shall be pleased. Yay. Okay. And um I did say I was retiring yay in twenty sixteen. I'm I'm working on some other words, but yay still feels right. <laughs> yes. So um before we close the show out, do you have uh a tip or a quote that you would like to leave the audience with? Follow your dream. Success don't come from sleeping in the dream. Wake up from the dream and start putting the work in. And once you put the work in, the product is going to be produced. Yes, love that, love that. Well, guys, we are coming up on two minutes left in the show, but I'm going to go ahead and give you guys the quote of the week. The quote of the week comes from Eric Thomas. It says you cannot afford to live in potential for the be- for the rest of your life. At some point, you have unleash the potential and make your move. So what are you waiting for? I added that last part. Thank okay. you for joining us. <laughs> Thank you for joining us of our first episode of 2017, Pen and Papers Down. Class is officially over. Wow. Um, Make sure you join us every Tuesday live at 7 p.m. Central. Uh, Next week, we're talking money with Miss Lexi Jones. You guys heard her earlier. Feel free to leave your questions and comments on the website at ValenciaGWallace.com, on Define You Radio's show page on Facebook. You could also join Define You Movement on Facebook. And until next time, Remember, only you can define you. Have a great week.